everybody. It's KBD Radio Time. I'm your host, Autumn McGar, and today we are chatting with Lori Anastos of Interior Design Concepts. Thank you, Autumn, for having me. I really appreciate this opportunity. Now, just to kind of get us started, um, we'd love an intro to you. Tell me a little bit about how you came to this career in design and kind of what your career path has been like. Well, um, it's been uh, quite an eventful um, roller coaster, I could say. <laughs> I was a uh, former beautician. I had um, owned and operated three beauty salons for about 14 years. Oh, wow. And yeah, and then I moved to Cape Cod, uh, Massachusetts in 2000, and I began a new career path by creating some custom floral arrangements and floral designs, um, working with um, many folks on uh, centerpieces mm-hmm. and arrangements and, and custom items for their home. And, um, you know, as you can see, both of those industries have something in common, which is color. Right. Color consultations, color backgrounds, color schemes. So more importantly, creativity. So um, once I decided to uh, change career paths and um, have such an interest in interior design, I had taken um, some several courses through uh, Rhode Island Institute of Design, and then it really gave me the confidence to move forward mm-hmm. within the interior design world. Um, Having coupled that with the background that I already had had um, really allowed me to be successful where I am today. Absolutely. And I, I think it I owe it to the two prior um, industries I had worked on. So uh, it, it was wonderful. That makes sense to me in terms of like the things you can carry forward from being a hairdresser to doing centerpieces mm-hmm. to doing hard design. Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. Both are, are, you know, it's the baseline of color. Color yeah. is, is very important. It's it's the key to um, mood and how one feels and on a gloomy day, on a sunny day, and then color just takes on a life of its own. Yeah. So um, I think it's very, very important in all aspects of color, whether it's, um, you know, cabinets, tile, wall color, the, it's it's really color, which is key. And I got to imagine, especially, you know, kind of coming from hairdressing and beautician stuff, like you've got a real knack for dealing with clients and and all that sort of communication to make sure that everybody's happy at the end of it. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, once I, I created my company, Interior Design Concepts, then I, I immediately began working on just many projects and... Um, you know, both large and small, mm-hmm. um, creating a name for myself and expanding my business. And then along the way, I partnered up with my husband, Joseph. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a licensed builder, and oh, together nice. we've worked on many projects. Um, you know, one of them is our, our most memorable collaborations, and that was revitalizing the new Seabury Country Club. Right. Um, taking a very dated facility and bringing it to life with today's elements. And, you know, it wasn't just uh, the country club. It was the club itself and the locker rooms downstairs as well. Um, You know, and that project in itself led us to winning some local and national awards. Yeah. So um, it was, it was 
very um, exciting to do that whole project and, and be asked to be the designer for that project. So once again, it's all facets of colors and elements mm-hmm. um, and working with some fantastic architects. And, um, and that was a very successful project that was uh, done about three years ago. Um, that so. actually uh, leads me very gracefully into my next question, which is that, you know, as someone who does both residential and commercial projects, kind of uh, across mm-hmm. both specialties, what similarities uh, can you point to in that design process and kind of what skill sets are the same or different? So in both, I feel like in both industries, um, residential and commercial, um, you you start off the same. You have to you have to. It's the industry itself is forever changing, and the codes may vary right. within each discipline. But ultimately, the process is the same. You know, first and foremost, you have your consultation with the client, going through the process of their ultimate goal, uh, their budget needs, and yeah. their desired style. Whether that be in a restaurant, in a um, a couple of beauty salons I've done as well. Um, uh, wellness facilities, dentist office, all of it. It's, um, it could be interior design or it goes in even deeper than that, but it's asking those essential questions and really communicating is the, is the biggest um, advantage any of us can have is, is having a foundation of communication with their clients. Absolutely. And, um, you know, one difference between the residential and commercial is, the commercial side of it, though, you need to adhere to all of the fire retardant mm. uh, material from drapery, fabrics, carpet, ADA compliant codes, um, and, and knowing the difference between that versus a residential side. Absolutely. Um, so that, you know, everything else pretty much I feel is the same on on what the ultimate goal should be like if you asked all the essential questions, but it's really on commercial side, you have to know um, the intricate part of what is to codes. And right. I'm sure, you know, on any commercial side, whatever builder, architect you're working with, you all collaborate and um, make sure that um, – that it's all appropriate to the needs of the facility. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, you know, we've already touched on this a little bit, but what traits do you think make you personally a successful business owner and kind of how these traits have served you in your career? I would say being, you know, for myself, a successful business owner means you really have to be a good listener. Absolutely. You have to really listen to what the client's needs are. Uh, you need to fully comprehend what they're looking for to achieve the end result. Um, and where their budget is, is you really need to know how to work within their budget. Um, right. I personally like to offer what I call the good, better, or best. So they can participate if they choose to with um, items that I present to them in the design process, and then they'll know where I'm spending the money because they actually had say. Um, so many things have changed, obviously, with after COVID, and I see many, many families that once had um, their own homes. Now they have one big large home, right. um, many successful individuals, and they just made sure that their primary home could accommodate 
the rest of their families. So they did quite a bit of um, renovations to the properties to make sure that um, it could outfit everybody. And in that process, it was really a lot of conversation as to this is how the home once was. Mm-hmm. Um, do I need a second bathroom? Do I need a prep kitchen now? Do I need a in-law apartment with another kitchen and another bathroom? So it was quite a bit of uh, renovations that I saw personally happen within um, that time frame of COVID and really families merging together and coming out of the city and yeah. and coming down to Cape Cod and, and their styles from being in Boston or so would tend to come to the Cape. So even that I've seen change quite a bit um, within styles. What is used to be a, you know, a coastal style is now more um, sleek and, and yeah. clean and minimalist and modern um, styles. But for myself being, being as successful as I am, it's really knowing the products, yeah. knowing what's out there, staying on current trend. Um, I, I was very fortunate enough to um, be selected as with one of eight designers on a design council board um, for decor luxury oh, that's appliances. Yeah, yeah. And uh, decor is a fantastic product. Um, we had the opportunity, all eight of us, to be invited to go to Seoul, Korea. Ooh. We were able to part. Yeah, we were able to participate in the marketing and um, give feedback to what are the current and latest trends that people are looking for within their home, um, and um, we were able to give give our input on that. So it uh, it later then we were able to do some judging on uh, some kitchens. Yeah. All eight of us, we were the judges for the. Uh, kitchen industry with decor and um, even that it was just allowing me to stay on current trends and Mm -hmm. a product like that in itself they're forever changing and staying um, with what's on trend so I have to constantly keep up with all the forever changes that are happening out there and uh, participate in kitchen and bath industry and um participate in many of the different events and functions to constantly keep up to date what's happening. I'd love to hear a little bit more uh, about what styles in are the clients in your area of service gravitating toward right now in their kitchens and baths. Again, what was once a, a coastal environment being here on the Cape is not so coastal anymore. I think um, once I sit with the client and I get to get a sense and a feel for um, where they are now, is this your primary residence? Is this, you know, just a second home for you? Oftentimes, if it's a second home, they might want that Cape Cod feel. But then again, I have many others that are um, not used to coastal and they don't want all the seashells and things all over the place. So it's, it's very clean. I feel that styles have changed where it's very sleek, minimalist, less is better. Yeah. Almost a little on the modern side. Um, even myself, I just built a beautiful brand new home. I used to be that coastal designer and, um, couldn't get enough of it. And now I pretty much don't have anything coastal in my new home. It's, it's very, modern, um, very unique, and uh, it is totally not a Cape Cod home. So I I find my clients are um, 
you utilizing what I'm presenting to them and they like it. They don't want all that clutter. So right. less is definitely better. And, um, and even for bathrooms, it's just how do we declutter so it, um, you have to do the offerings, whether it be a linen cabinet or medicine cabinets mm-hmm. to keep things off the counter, just less is better. Unfussy, not too much to clean. <laughs> oh, exactly. Exactly. Um, definitely. Even, even in the pattern of the design itself, you don't do many grout lines. You do larger tiles. Right. Um, even inside the shower, um, going back to residential or commercial, regardless, you, you have many people now that are just looking for that extra uh, grab bar within the showers for not even yeah. handicap, but just having that extra support and the grab bar in it. But I'm, I'm finding I'm utilizing uh, more of those items within some of the showers um, added seats, uh, foot rest, and mm-hmm. um, less clutter within the shower too, having niches be built so you don't have to see all the exposed items. Right. Just for my last question here, what I'd really like to know is what's inspiring you the most right now? What inspires me the most right now is all the technology. There's just so much technology out yeah, there. Yeah, it's exciting. Um, it is exciting. Don't know where it's ultimately headed or when we're going to finally see um, what I tend to get insight to at times. Uh, again, sitting on design council boards and, and giving you a little sneak peek of things, and you look forward to that new technology. Yeah. Um, products that are going to be coming on the market. And it's constantly uh, challenging me to be creative. Um, with any of my kitchen and bath um, designs to stay on that trend with them and be prepared for what's next to come and staying current. So um, for myself, yes, that's what's inspiring is it goes back to staying on trend and being able to offer the new offerings that that are presented to me that that I'm able to be excited about and be able to present to my clients. No time to get bored. (laughs) No, not at all. Not at all. Listen, Lori, it's been awesome talking with you today. I really appreciate you taking the time. Well, thank you very much. I really appreciate you um, reaching out and getting to know more about interior design concepts. And um, anytime, I'd, I'd love to give my input as to what's happening out there in the design industry. KBD Radio is hosted and produced by Autumn McGar with music by David Ayala. For more information about kitchen and bath design news, please visit our website at kitchenbathdesign.com.